to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Waifu Waifu King Teliano Is that you? Happy New Year Is this that you? is Episode 235 Of Mike Check Waifu Waifu The New Year Of Mike Check Waifu Waifu As always is Brought to you by Patreon Make sure you go to Patreon.com Slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu To get early access To the video version Of this podcast To get access To our conversational Exclusive podcast The After Story to get access to bonus content like mic check mangas and and take talks and video other video content that we are going to throw up on Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon producers. You know, when normally when we get a new Patreon producers, we give them a special shout out, which we do. This week, this month, we have a new Patreon producer. Shout out to All for One Matt. All for One Matt on Twitter. He's been rocking with us for a very, very, very long time. Decided to produce this episode and hopefully many other episodes. So shout out to you all for one, Matt. We appreciate you. Welcome to the producer fam. Much uh, love. Literally can't do this without y'all. Thank y'all so much. And now shout out to the rest of the producers. Christian, our archivist. Dre, the GOAT G. Rob from Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Jay Lee Trey from Show Go High. Kent the Pro from Chaotic Culture. Explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi. Simi Sensei. He really wanted us to watch Air Gear again. Um, Frozen, Saphir, and T Money Fingers. What up, T Money Fingers? Thank you for so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate y'all. We couldn't do it without y'all. Like I said, again, shout out to all for one Matt for producing this episode and probably many more. So thank you so much for supporting us. Couldn't do it without y'all. So sorry about last week. We said we was gonna post a a, a uh, after story on Twitter Unfortunately an internet issue popped up uh, On our side so we couldn't Sadly I'm a dad it happens <laughs> It really is the wildest thing But here we are And next week after story we'll be back With a, uh, a very big episode Got a oh, lot yeah. to discuss So thank you so much for supporting us Remember that's a conversational podcast where we talk about whatever we want On the after story uh, Movies, TV shows, life Um anything and everything so make sure you guys check that out and if you are uh, a supporter of us on our patreon make sure you download the spotify app and then connect your patreon to your spotify because then all of a sudden the after story podcast will pop up on your feed automatically so as soon as you connect your patreon to your spotify you have all access to all the backlog of after stories which is i think about 75 of them and again there's most of them are timeless we don't really talk about timely news and some of them we do some of them we don't but it's a lot of, you can learn a lot about us um, as individual people <laughs> because we don't share that on the, on the podcast. But this is my Check Wife Wife Fool. The anime podcast is brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. CT where we bring you seasonal anime discussion. We try to get new shows that nobody is watching or, or shows that we think people will like of our audience and, and, and share it with you. And we will be doing that this show because this is the start of a new season. This is the winter oh, season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what what was that they said? I think I'm gonna title this episode. 
they were wrong about the winter anime season. <laughs> Before we get into that, don't tell how you feeling, brother. <clears throat> I'm good, bro. Um, it's it's a new year. Um, can't say new year, new me. It ain't really my vibe, but new year and forward progression. That's the goal. Um, I'm hype, man. I'm hype. Uh, I'm I'm really happy to be doing this right now. Um, Thanks. Polo know, my wife know that this this podcast, this this little moment here is a little bit of like therapy for me, even though like we Same. just talk about anime and stuff. It's a whole vibe. So uh, I, I love doing this. So I'm excited to be back, bro. I, I have missed this and coming into the new year. I'm ready. Bro, one week feel like we were gone for one month. It always feel like because we don't ever, <laughs> we don't miss weeks. Like normally we don't. I think we missed a total like we can count on one hand, like maybe four or five. Like that's how many total shows we missed since doing this in 2019. Like right. that's something we take pride in and being like consistent. Um. Oh yeah, I guess the one thing I should have talked about at the start of the show is that at the end of this month, Mike Check Live is back. Um, it'll be Mike Check Live Five, which is reintroduction five. Um, is it Mike Check Live? Yeah, it's Mike Check Live Five yeah. reintroduction five. So found out, you know, we are going to be refreshing our top ten anime lists. Um, Great. We're going to fix them up on our Annie list. And we'll show you how to do that, too, when, when we get there. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I am looking forward to that. Uh, we fixed our top 10 list. And, um, I was and, just thinking about my top three, too. <laughs> dog, <laughs> it's going to be a shakeup on this. We haven't done this in a very long time. So and then, you know, people can learn about the, this show and, and, and how it's structured and what we do and find out all of that live, um, wow. which is if I had to look at the calendar. You do it the last Tuesday, the last Sunday of every month, which is January 28th. So January 28th, Mike Check Live 5, Reintroduction 5. We um we doing it. So what a, what a brilliant way. All right. Yeah. Now, how I'm feeling is I'm feeling pretty good, man. It's uh like I said, it's been so long. Again, it's only been a week we missed, but it feels like so long. So much has happened, yeah. Like as far as anime is concerned, and um, I'm looking forward to talking about this this winter. I'll tell you that much because it's crazy. I got a lot to say. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty good. Tell, I don't know how the fuck we're gonna do this, but uh, episode of the week. Oh yeah, I so I know my episode of the week, and I know it's gonna be it's gonna be ridiculous. Um, delicious in dungeon. Mm. Uh. <laughs> there was a lot of really good episodes this week. Yeah, but that yeah. was a great episode. And we're gonna go into details on them on them of course in detail later. We're gonna spoil all episode ones of these new shows so you can decide on if you wanted to, to watch them or not. Um so be ready for that. It's like I said, it's spoilers for episode ones. It's not really spoilers of the entirety of the show, so you don't have to really worry about much. This is just episode one so that you can determine if I'm gonna add it to my list or not. So Stick to that. Um, for me, it's probably one of the hardest episodes of the week, um, <clears throat> probably ever. Uh, to be honest, like <laughs> it's been a minute since it's been like this. Like it's sometimes I have trouble between two, like Free Ren and, and Apothecary Diaries. Like it's hard to choose between those two. But without, I'm I've, obviously I'm not going to choose Apothecary Diaries or Free Ren because this is we're going to do strictly new winter stuff. Um. It's banished from the heroes party or you know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with um 
I'm gonna go with Tales of Wedding Rings as my episode of the week. Hey, hey, <laughs> and there's hey. a specific reason. I mean, obviously it's 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 polo shit, but we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Uh, yeah, shit, man. So where, where do we start? All right, so let's start off with you finishing some shows from last season because I looked at your annual list on the on the on the feed. You finished quite a bit of shows, so let's just wrap that up really quick if we can. Um, what did you think about 100 Girlfriends? Because that's all I really care about. I mean, it's... I, the main character is a, is a great guy. I absolutely Amazing. love um, the, the When we get to that wrap-up where like the mom is being... Mom, uh, <laughs> we get to that wrap up. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> I need this in my life. Yeah, I, I need to uh, be this way. Um, like Listen, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to. I wasn't yeah, trying yeah, to. Yeah. But yeah, bro, man. Come on, man. I was. Yeah. I was like, uh, we. I really need this kind of like continued co cohesion, cohesion co- between yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 collaborate and blend so well together. They're so willing to like work. It's and it's not like just coexisting. You know what I mean? They're they're honestly devoted to like actually making sure everyone gets a fair experience in this like and that's, in this whole relationship. And it's, it, that's what makes it so beautiful. It's so like interesting, right? Because it's, it's so it's such a weird satire show. Like it's just it's it's purely satire, purely comedy. But they have these moments of sincerity. Sincerity, yeah. <laughs> sincerity that is so strangely heartwarming. Like it's 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 very very strange because it's it has the serious moments, but yet it's still full of like that that satire. Like this is ridiculous. Like this is some absolute nonsense that's happening. But you find it endearing in, in some ways, right? Like it's the characters are very endearing. Very and I, endearing. I will say there, there was a specific episode in the beginning, like closer to the middle. I was like, okay, I'm not watching this no more. And it, it actually it. just it, it was just that one episode, I think. And then after that, everything was like, yeah, this is this is actually it's very wholesome in a in a in a wild kind of way because nothing about this is about manipulation, and that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah, it's I think it's you got to catch the formula. Once you catch the formula of the show and understand where it is, because I know exactly what episode you're talking about. Because that episode was the same for everybody else too. Everybody else felt the same way about the show. Like I don't think I want to watch this no more. And I get it because uh, I, I think I remember exactly which episode that was. Yeah. And like it's a little out. That's a little much. It'll, not much in the, in every you know other stuff. It's just it, it didn't it didn't fit really. Yeah, with the flow of the show from the beginning, I was like that. That don't feel right. It don't. That don't feel it right. didn't. It I totally didn't. And then everything else, it had a formula where it was you know, a situation and it'll be some uh, sincerity and, and some some real, like, actual, genuine, heartwarming stuff with these characters that, again, this outrageous situation, to have something like that, it's very, it's very, I don't know, it's, it's endearing in a weird way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what about, what else you finish up there? Uh, Kamiya Arabi got up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the last week. Hear me out. This is the last time we talk about it. It's gonna be a season two, but I'm definitely not watching season two, bro. It's gonna be a season two of that shit. Oh yeah, the way that ended. First of all, is completely ass tastic. Um, <clears throat> it devolves into this story, um, about forgetting and remembering, and it oddly enough is better than Platinum End, but still worse. <laughs> it's like it's such a wild blend of not good and then worse. Uh but yeah, it's don't don't watch it. 
I, I watched it out of pure enjoyment and masochism. <laughs> and then I the Zom 100. I didn't finish Zom 100 because I'm waiting for that to be dubbed and done. So that's me, oh, but I, I'm sure you I think you will it. enjoy it, bro. Of course, of course. I, I think I would too, to be honest. Um, so uh, before we get into the new shit too, there is a conversation that I had with one of the Patreon producers, also one of our colleagues in the in the podcasting space who does awesome work and we talk about him all the time as Rob from Dad Needs to Talk. Yeah. I had to because I'm springing this on tell too by the way uh, listener so be ready for this. He had no idea. I had to ask him because um, this kind of ties into one of the new shows and I kind of want to go straight into one of the new shows and that being Solo Leveling. Um, okay. Solo, solo Leveling first episode dropped and the internet was and I, I got on the internet for the first time today, which is Sunday of the day we're recording this after being off of it for the week we were gone. Um, and I saw a bunch of conversation and including in our Discord, you know, mycheckwhitefoolwhitefool.com slash, you know, mycheckwhitefoolwhitefool.com and then just join the Discord. It's on their front page, but I, TCB talked about it. Um, he, he's a great contributor of, of, of our community. He's, he's a good dude. Um, he said it, it wasn't that great animation wise it's just a1 doing a1 which i vehemently disagree with and i'm gonna get into that a little bit later but it wasn't just him it was a bunch of people like you know all this talk about solo leveling and it's okay i'm like and for me this could have would have been my episode of the week if if um if i didn't like tales of wedding rings and if i didn't want as many people as possible to watch that <laughs> uh but Solo Eleven is gonna get his play, so I didn't. That's why I didn't make it my episode. This episode for me was one hundred percent perfect. Now this be, this comes from me, who's someone in you, who's are people who watch, who read the entire thing of Solo Eleven, and understand what's what's coming. So what what that uh, what that uh, dialed up for me personally though is it dialed up um, a thought. The thought is biases. Or biases, you know, am I do I develop a bias because I can't look at it as subjectively as everybody else um, or objectively, I should say, as everybody else, because I know what this show is, because for me, watching that first episode, the pacing of solo leveling episode one was absolutely perfect from coming from what we read, what we read it felt like it was a lot longer to get to the point where we we're about to get to in episode two mm-hmm. from when we read it. So the pacing that is going is, is flowing real nice. The way it's building the world, the way it's building characters, the sound design. And again, a one pitches does a fucking amazing job with animation. I don't know what, what TCB was looking at, but it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous in every sense. And I mean, to be fair, this might be the, the season's theme where everything is looking pretty except for like maybe one show. Everything looks great as far as animation goes or art design or whatever. But I'm like, man, is, is it because I've read it and, and I enjoyed it so much that I'm like biased towards it? And then I thought the first person I thought about was dad needs to talk. Right. The reason why I thought about dad needs to talk is because he's constantly the one saying, you know, I disagree. I you know, love my check, but I vehemently disagree with him on Shangri-La. I think Shangri-La is incredible. But I'm like, well, dad needs to talk, reads a lot of manga. Okay. He's read Shangri-La. We are watching it. And watching it is a fucking slug snood fest. Like, 
every every episode is 13 minutes of pure nonsense that do, like it doesn't move this or moves the story forward in a very snail's pace because it feels like they're just trying to fill these 24 episodes. Yeah. But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait, it's the same thing for him. He's able to just turn the page when you read the manga. So his pacing is as fast as he can read. So when when shit happens, it's happening fast, three times faster for him because it's getting right into the next shit because he's just turning the page and turning the page and turning the page. And that's how I was in solo leveling, even though solo leveling felt a lot slower to get to the point where we are getting to already in the anime. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think it's honestly just a bias of me knowing what's coming next because then I can't like determine on if if a show that's not doing like that was hyped up and only got like, you know, a few minutes of, of quote unquote action and people just thinking it's all right. Like the internet really thought it was just okay. And I'm like, what? So I'm a, I'm a disagree. Okay. What, what about exactly? I, I'm not disagreeing like out of devil's advocacy. I'm, I'm literally disagreeing with that. And it's not that like, cause I don't think you're wrong. I thought the first episode was phenomenal. Perfect. And, and I do think that we, the, the bias that we have is that we know in a sense, but what that gives us is like, it also makes it a little bit more hard, difficult to be biased because had they messed up that pacing up, we would have been a little bit more strict on it. It's the same with things that we watched and we hate. Like I've, I've watched or read things and been like, no, I hate this because of the way they paced it. They should have done better. Um, and, and that's kind of why I have to disagree here. Um, what, what really were they supposed to do in the animation for this beginning? How 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 overboard were they supposed to go for this? Yeah, this is literally a soft launch into the beginning, letting you unassumingly see what's happening in the in the show, just like how the beginning of the of the manhwa starts, and then chaos by the way. And it's beautiful. It's just as beautiful. So, I've, and this and that's just TCB. TCB said he he know he's in a minority. He just didn't think it looked good. He, he he his part was like it for him. It was just okay. It was just average A one picture stuff, which mm-hmm. again I disagree with because. Average A1 is not that. <laughs> Average A1 is different. But what A1 does well is the action scenes, which didn't which we didn't get a lot of in this particular episode because it was right. it was literally the world build. It's I th- I think for everybody else, it was just like they were expecting a lot more for this episode one. And what they were talking about in our Discord, um, they were saying like it should have been like the 40 minutes, or it should, if it was 40 minutes, then it would have captured everybody and, and blah, which I can agree. I mean, if, if, if something I know like solo leveling was 40 minutes, it would absolutely capture, but it's 12 episodes. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't, and it wasn't, I don't think it was necessary. I thought it was absolutely flawless with the way they paced it out and to get us to the next episode without it being a terrible cliffhanger. Yeah. To flow brilliantly. Cause, and I'm trying to think if it was a 40 minute episode, I feel like it would have left us on, it, it would have, yes, definitely we would have progressed more with the story, obviously, right? It would have been, yeah, it would have been massive but, progression. But I think they would have, they would have left us on a more sour note because mm. now we're left in a point where it's like, oh, what's that? We don't right. know yet. It is still a cliffhanger, but it would have been like, man, we just got all of that. And then where do we stop? We just stop where? Right. And I, I think that it was important that they didn't do like a 40 minute episode of this. And normally, you know, we're advocates for that 40 minute episode. It was important for them not to do that in this, in this uh, situation or instance, because had they done it, it would have paced everything else poorly after this. Sure. Yeah. And that, again, I think I, I do th- coming to that realization though, did help me understand like 
It's a it's a bias though. Like I like manga readers have biases towards shows that are animated. Like if you watch if you read a manga that you fall in love with that you're absolutely head over heels about, and then you watch the show. For instance, you read My Hero, and maybe you don't feel the same uh, same way I did when it came to like season was it four and five being absolute garbage because you know what what was coming and what was coming with season six, which was fucking spectacular. But like, you didn't think it was as bad as I did, right? It is because of your your bias towards you reading the manga and what was coming next. And when you read it, it probably flowed better because you turned the page at your pace. Right. I also hated the delivery of the the main villain. To me, overhaul was not half as impressive in the anime as he was in the manga. He didn't, it didn't have an ominous feeling. All of that was literally just my imagination. So it's like, right. Exactly. You know, I feel like that delivery was also bad. So yeah, I didn't feel as negatively about it as you did, but also was not as impressed as I was when reading it myself. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, so I, that's that double-edged sword I was trying to talk about. Is that like yeah. it can it can be very bad on both sides depending on you know. And to be fair, that's exactly what uh, Dad needs to talk was saying. He said it could be a double-edged sword. So that's why he just to kind of like TODR what he said. This is not exactly what he said, but it's like it's. It's a double-edged sword. When you 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 have to take yourself out of the conversation within the community or or the zeitgeist of the anime community, and like understanding like it's it's not going to be the same for people who are just watching anime versus people who read the manga. Because right. again, I think Shangri-La is the perfect example of this because it seems like when I when I thought about that when I took a step backwards when I like went into the astral plane and was looking from a, from a top-down view like. Why is it that I really hate this show and Dad needs to talk loves it so much? Because obviously he's somebody we respect, you know, a lot and and his taste and everything. So I'm like, maybe maybe it's just because of the way I feel about solo leveling being literally the first episode was perfect for me, like a 10 out of 10 episode. Um, and it's because I've, I know what's next. And I'm like, damn, he knows he changes. He flips the pages as he's going. He's continuing on from chapter. He let's say he sat down and read 10 chapters. It's like way more content than the one episode we get covering maybe, maybe two chapters. Exactly. So it's, I, I had to step back and like understand it's a different perspective. Um, because I, again, it, it ate at me that it was so uh, disliked. Um, and I think it's because of my bias. So I, yeah. I learned something though. I definitely learned something. Even four years doing this, doing this podcast, I, I learned that, you know, something about myself, to be honest. <laughs> right. And I but I mean, also, let's be fair. There have been things that you've watched that you've hated or read that you hated watching. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Because you read it. You, you wish you hadn't done Oh, no. That. Yeah, that, yeah, that being specifically to like, uh, Tokyo Revengers is the perfect one. Like, I wish I didn't read that and just watched it. Because mm-hmm. reading it, I'm like, I don't really want to watch this shit. <laughs> and also, <laughs> Tokyo Revengers is also just okay. Like, it's just... M- mad middling. Mad middling. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I digress. Moving on, though. Um, thank you for indulging in, in that, that, that conversation. Of course, brother. But moving on, my sleeper isn't out yet. It's out, um, and literally by the time y'all hearing this, it's out. Which is a Kaido girls. Girls are are super cute or super adorable or some shit like that. Not out. Tales came out though. 
Yeah. Now, how do you feel about your sleeper, which was not Tales of Wedding Rings? No, which is not um, Healer. What was people thought your your sleeper was the Healer one? No, 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 no. Mine was yeah, the, the wrong way to use Healer Adventure. Do say it again. Sorry. Unwanted Undead Adventure. Okay. Um, I liked it. Uh, it was very interesting. Um, I feel like there was a lot of a uh, setup for this beginning, and of the the sleepers I've chose, quality wise, at least in terms of how it looks, I feel like it's actually one of the higher quality looking ones because I ain't never. Yeah, you never pick. <laughs> I never picked a sleeper that looked like this. <laughs> it looks. That's what I was saying. Like this season is a season of beautiful looking art styles and animation, man. Yeah, I I, I ain't never picked pick a sleeper that looked like this. But I'm gonna be real. So while I did enjoy the first episode, because um, I watched this, I'm not gonna say I watched this last out of everything, but I already watched some stuff, and then um, I watched this, and I said, let me not let these things fool me, right? Because I was literally thinking, don't judge a book by its cover, even if it's really good. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I feel like this beginning is, I feel like the beginning of a lot of these episodes this week were so good. I'm just like, there's no way that all these are going to be this good the entire time through. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed that that opening episode. How do you feel about it, Polo? I thought it was really good, too, man. It's it and it's not going to get any love this season, obviously. Um, Unfortunately, I should say not more so obviously, but it's. I, something about this fucking art style I absolutely love. I love the bigger, more like the bigger character design and, and like everybody feels adult. This is a fantasy. This isn't an isekai. This is a fantasy, um, fantasy show uh, mm-hmm. with with rules and, and and shit that is very interesting. A main character that's super interesting where he he is literally just like a rank D adventurer going into this labyrinth and he comes across. This uh this cave where he can find special loot, and he gets into that cave and he meets one of like the strongest monster in his entire world. It's a fucking dragon. Oh yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, he wakes up dead, basically. <laughs> yeah, he just destroyed, uh, smashed his bits. But I'm telling, like, when it comes to the character, main character, he's very likable. I love the way they built him at the very like the very beginning. It starts off with him being a skeleton, or with him facing a dragon and then dying. And then it goes into his story. And his story is, I know so much more about him than I do about the main character in Shangri-La. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> that fast, though. That, that fast. fast. And, the, and, the, and some of the people he's around, it, it seem important to him. And I really do enjoy like what they're doing with the yeah. character building itself in this show. I think and the character they, building is amazing. They even gave us details of such as like, he has divinity, he controls mana and magic, and it's like for all of these things that he has, normally people don't have them, but he can't make it past rank D, you know what right. I mean? He has skills that not everyone has and he he can't, he's not strong enough, he has nothing that's actual, actually powerful or special. Right. Um, and then we get to this point and it was really interesting to see that even in the first episode, he's like, oh, I'm already getting stronger than I was when I was alive or when I was human. Yeah, I mean, that's because the rules of this world, only people that can gain power is monsters. Um, you can you can train as much as you want as an adventurer. You only get it by literally training hard. But monsters train by killing other monsters and they get the experience of the other monsters like in video game form, which is a dope concept. Um, and this particular episode, he, he learns that, okay, he 
reminisces on his past and what he learned from um, this girl, this monster research uh, lady who's beautiful, who's a waifu, um, basically tell him like, hey, monsters can evolve. So he takes that knowledge that he got and said, since I'm a skeleton now and, 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 and weak, I'm going to fight as many monsters as I can to evolve and evolve into a ghoul by the end of this episode. And right. it's fire. It's such a, it's such a fire. Like it's, even though we spoiled the whole episode, the trip, the journey to get to where he is. Um, shout out to O. <laughs> o was watching a bunch of shows, um, and he and he coined the uh, hashtag. I don't know if he's coined it, but uh, I'm gonna just give it to him because uh, who, who cares if anybody else said it? But O said it. It's, it's hashtag quality mid to a certain certain amount of shows, and we're gonna get to them later. But this yeah. one is the definition of quality middling so far. But I don't think it's going to stay there. I think it's going to be come a show that's actually going to be good. Um, yeah. This and like season. you said, it's not going to get no love. Not going to get no love. Not, whatsoever. Until, not until it gets hyped up. Like somebody's going to have to watch it, hype it up and be like, man, hey. It's there actually it is. pretty decent. That was it right there. And and to be fair, we could be entirely wrong. It's happened before. Like it, and we will tell you if we're wrong. <laughs> Even if we like something or if it's some one of our sleepers, like it's one thing we ain't going to do is lie to you. <laughs> so, yeah, like a very, very, very interesting show, man. Good, good sleeper pick so far, tell. Which again, even last season, you know, I don't. It was bad, but you know, I I enjoyed it. So yeah, it was it was a special kind of bad though. It was a special kind of bad. Um, going into a returning show, so I can't really spoil episode one of this. And that's banished from the hero's party. I'm fucking so glad this is, this is show is back. What a great show. Oh, yeah. What a great, great. show. I don't have much to say about start. it. Yeah, but it, the way they dropped us back in, it was like we never left. It was a great recap. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and they reaffirmed the relationships of everyone in the in the show. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like, I love I love the, the brother-sister dynamic, the the, the, the lover dynamic, the, the estranged lover kind of dynamic. I love the relationships in this show. So yeah, that that alone was I'm just like yeah, bro. That was, this, this is back. I'm it's excited. Wonderful. It's wonderful, 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 wonderful to have Banished from Heroes Party back. It was one we was excited for. We talked about that last episode two weeks ago. So uh, I'm not going to go into it because again, it's a, it's a season two. But going back into the new stuff, um, let's talk about my 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 sleeper this week, which was Tales of Wedding Rings. Mm-hmm. Another show that looks great with the character design and art style. Um, and I didn't realize it was it was an it was an edgy kind of show. <laughs> but it's a fantasy romance, edgy, uncensored on Crunchyroll. Um, but it's a, a again very interesting concept, man. Uh, I, bro, this one specifically. So I I didn't know what it was going to be exactly Me. like. Mean, no idea. Like, the delivery could have thrown this all off, but they really give us this heartfelt beginning. At mm-hmm. least I thought it was heartfelt. The beginning was very heartfelt, even though I don't know the characters yet. And then they drop us into, you know, the characters have known each other for years and they kind of established that, that it makes it feel like, yeah, the way they inter- interact with each other in the very beginning of them talking, our first time seeing them talk as semi-adult teenagers or whatever, they are very like, 
it, it seems like a Mature. relationship that has been, yeah, they feel like a relationship that's been around for a long time. Yeah. They they established that extremely well, in my opinion. And I then agree. they jump to the, the meat and potatoes, what the show's going to kind of be about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, because it starts off with, with them as, as children, and he's in the forest just, you know, kind of clouding around, and he sees this fucking beam of light coming from the sky randomly and decides to go investigate. And he sees this girl in this pink, basically pink princess peach dress come yeah. out and she tells him, hey, you can't tell anybody about this. And then like Tell said, they kind of do a time skip where they tell, they determine that, you know, she stayed here for about 10 years and they grew up, they end up growing up together. She moved next door, she goes to the same school and they grow up together. And then we get a bomb that she's going to have to move. And moving for her means getting taken back to her own world. Right. Which then leads to him becoming Isekai because of reasons that I think you should watch the show to find out uh, by. And it, it's a very interesting concept because it's all about these rings um, in a way that I'm like, I like, like it's dope, man. It's, it's a dope, it's very dope and different kind of isekai that I'm enjoying, man. It's to so me, far, it, it could drop the ball. Yes, but I don't think it, I don't think it will. To me, it gives me uh, a more adult version of yes. hundred girlfriends in a sense. Mm. I'm only saying because I feel like he's not going to be a, a a terrible main character. Skeezer, you know what yeah, I mean. Yep. yep. And yep. even the 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 other the other prince, he didn't seem like a douche either. And I'm just like, I love that. I'll love take that, it. Bro. We on I the road that. here. That's and that's what it is. It's, it's characters who aren't assholes and and full of debauchery and, and and horniness, if you will. It's just good characters, great writing, man, and beautiful art, like beautiful art. I love it, man. Tales of Wedding Rings is a great show. Make sure y'all check it out. And then moving one to one, that's um, I mean, it's kind of in the same vein, to be honest. The wrong way to use healing magic. Another <laughs> pretty show. Yeah. Seems to have another great main character. It seems to be a trend here where main characters aren't like complete, just irritating messes. And again. What's good about this one is the same thing that's good about Tales of the Red and Rings is the supporting cast seems to be dope too. Yeah. Like I thought I thought the, the council the council members were gonna be douches. But they care or the dude, he specifically care about uh, uh just as much as the girl do. It's it's fucking cool, man. I love this kind of dynamic. And, and I love that like they didn't give it the regular stereotypes where oh light and dark magic are super rare. And right. super powerful, important, and whatnot. It's a spoiler alert. It's yeah, the it's, healing magic that's super rare yeah. and important. Well, I'm saying this in the name. Oh, yeah, exactly. True. <laughs> but it's like the healing magic is super rare and super important in this series. And it's like that all the healers we see, they don't resemble your typical healer. And that's what makes it so kind of cool. You know what I mean? It's extremely like atypical in that regard. So what is this even going to turn out to be when it comes to the wrong way to use healing magic? Like, how are we doing this here? Exactly. I, again, I can't wait to see what, what this develop into because again, we get a training arc in episode two. Like yeah. <laughs> it, it starts with the training. So any isekai that has training, this way, I think, is much more interesting and intriguing than any others. And again, this is another show. Shout out to Three Weeps Podcast. Because uh, they tweeted, we know y'all hate Isekai's. Y'all try to do y'all best of shit on them. And they, the internet does. 
we don't. It's kind of like our our thing. <laughs> we love isekais, and this one is seemingly to come out special so far. Like I really do like it. I really, really do like it. Uh, and then the two main characters, or the three main characters, seem to be good. You know, great even. All right, what you got, Tell? Um, where you want to go? You want to go to your uh, sleeper? Well, I mean, we already talked about my sleeper. I know we didn't talk about it. Your sleeper. Oh, nah. my sleeper? No, sorry. Episode of the week. My fault. I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. Delicious and Dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> Episode of the week. Um, so hear me out, bro. First of all, Netflix so- joint. Netflix joint. They so hear me out. Netflix, they they fumble they be they fumble sometimes, man. They be fumbling exactly. some bags, fumbling some balls. Um awesome. <laughs> I, I watched this first episode with my wife. My wife was like, All right, when we two. You know, they don't clock to the eleventh. She's like, Thursday. What? You made me watch that. But hear me out, bro. Hear me out. It was it was the funniest thing I've watched this week for sure. I I audibly laughed watching mm-hmm. this and that's what made this like so so different for me i rarely have anime i actually laugh at rarely um that, that i actually think that will will audibly make me laugh and the way it looks the way things were described the way the action was taken it gave me campfire cooking mm-hmm. but like they they took the quality up yeah. they took the quality up the characters are all have their own places and are somewhat enjoyable the blood wizard girl <laughs> the, I'm just like bro this, this the way that the, this show has composed itself even though it's a cooking show has has staged as this comedy but it's still like somewhat serious in its delivery in terms of how this is going so yeah that's that's why it was episode week because it just it felt like quality visually quality even character dynamics like the differentials between the characters mm-hmm. was quality yep. everything about it was just visual quality and it's day and day dub too. So in a dub is fire. Oh, it was dub. the dub. That's what I watched. I watched the dub. I didn't even check the sub yet. The dub was man. It was clean. It was it was a very clean dub. And I cannot wait to see where this goes. This seems like it's going to be so much fun in a way that is different than um than the undead one or even tales of the wedding rings. Like it's going in. It's it's a hilarious kind of like sweet kind of show. What I love it is that started dark. It's very very much started dark, but that's what I was that's where I was going. It started dark, but it seems like the rules are already established to where people aren't really as worried about death. Yeah. And I kind of like that. I kind of like how they didn't have to explain the rules or over explain the rules of the of the world like they do in some anime. You know, where they just start having conversations about stuff they already should know about, but they're going in, in grave detail about these rules that is already established to us to so exactly. that we know loud and clear. They just kind of let it free flow come in, you know, come in to like the scenarios that, that happens. His sister got ate by a dragon in the first two minutes of the show. <laughs> so, so but yeah, but they're like not too estranged about it. Um, and it's, it's very interesting. Two of the party members quit. They're like, look, look, this shit ain't working out. We dipping. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's, I, I, I like it, man. I like it where it's going. Yeah. They established finance, financials, commerce. They, they established, yeah, the, the death rules, not even like fully 
developed them yet, but it's just the fact that they spoke about it is enough to give you a hint in your head that like it might not be that prominent. Right. To me, it gave me D and D vibes off the bat. It was right. like okay, D and D. Everybody ain't always that. There's resurrection. There's true resurrection. Different stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was like, hey, we know that something could change you know what i mean so it felt like they, they even gave us a reasoning as to why we're even cooking in the dungeons you know what i mean they didn't yeah. have the money to to acquire other food yep yep and i I love how again i love how i started how we went to the narration of how everything is going <laughs> it, it was brilliant it was it was a brilliant brilliant first episode for a new show i think this is going to be one that definitely becomes super popular so you know, watch it, y'all, if y'all haven't. Um, the, the thing is, is uh, this might be the renaissance of like fantasy anime. And I'm not saying like it's because of free run, because all this shit was obviously in development prior. But fantasy anime kind of disappeared when the isekai took off. Right. Isekai mm-hmm. took off, kind of killed the fantasy genre of anime. And now fantasy is making a full scale fucking return. With Free Ren, with Ragnar Crimson, with um, uh, uh, even a you can consider Apothecary Diaries a kind of a, a fantasy fiction type deal. Uh, right. It's it's it, and going into this next one I'm gonna talk about, which is the strongest tanks labyrinths raids. The strongest tanks labyrinths raids. Holy shit, that's a title. Mouthful. Did you not watch this one? I didn't watch that one. Holy shit. Okay. So holy shit, the strongest tanks. The Strongest Tanks Labyrinth Raids. That's crazy. Now, this one is what O also qualified to be a quality mid. I don't think it's mid at all. I think it's very interesting. It's about a it's about a tank who puts all who put all his stats into tanking. So he has 9,999 uh, tanking, but he's tanking in his dungeon or in the labyrinth with his party. And as he's tanking, like they can see his numbers going down and his numbers gets down pretty low, which is unusual. So the 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 party leader, which is the, the hero of the party, decides to kick him out and then something happens. I'm not going to say what happens, but um, it's a lot. It's 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 a good show. And it's not. I don't know, it's not very. Uh, it's not very. What I, okay, what I like about it is that it's very deep without over explaining again. Yeah. It does that extremely well too. If it feels it really do feel like it's building up something really special. I don't want to speak too soon because I tend to do that a lot, i.e. uh Kingdoms of Ruin or whatever the fuck. I do think this is a different a different beast though, in a in a good way. Because it's it feels wholesome. He does all this basically for his little sister. His little sister is sick, um, and when he gets kicked out of the party, he makes his way towards his hometown. Stuff happens in between. I'm not going to say what, but it's a phenomenal show. Another great main character who doesn't get on your fucking nerves, um, and I find it to be phenomenally phenomenal, phenomenal and very interesting. And again, another show which art style is very good. Very good, very very good fucking art style. Beautiful show, bro. What? Not only do I have to watch that, um, you made me remember I gotta go give uh, Kingdoms of Ruin uh, a negative score. 
I saw you bro. finished it, bro. I, I gotta finish it too, but I don't know. You watch that, and then you're gonna be like, oh, I hate this. I hate this, especially in the last two episodes. You're gonna hate it. Yeah. I, I don't think I've watched a, a worse two episodes of anime since X Arm. That's crazy. That's crazy. That was probably the worst two episodes of anime I think I've watched back to back. That that was worse <laughs> than Kami Arabi got up. Holy moly. That ending was garbage, man. I don't even know why they why they hobbled that together and thought thought people was gonna be like That's give good. Me that, give me that season two that you're projecting. No. <laughs> don't don't give us a season two. Take it home. Let me um let me take a little quick break to go to Twitter. Shout out All to right. T Money Fingers, one of the Patreon producers. He late getting us to say he says, uh, I'm I know I'm late getting to your sleeper, but um before I listen to the podcast being said if you could do season two of stuff, which you can't he said he, he now knows that you can't. He, he said my sleeper now is Hokkaido Girls, um, which is again a show that isn't out yet. It was out by the time you're hearing this, but it's not out for the time we're recording, fortunately. So I'm looking forward to that. But I want to go to another sleeper. Which who I asked two weeks ago for him or three weeks ago for him to give us our sleeper because you know is one of our Patreon producers Jay Sawyer aka Frozen. He says uh, my bad uh, wild weekend and forgot to drop my picks. He says most anticipated was solo leveling and Kingdom season five. Mm-hmm. He told us we should check out Kingdom even though season one is all three D. Maybe we'll find a time for that. If the season one isn't as stacked as it was, we probably could have did it this season, but it's it's fucking it's stacked. He says, I'll continue to push the kingdom agenda. One of the best stories out right now, which is big talk, big talk, frozen, big talk. But he says the sleeper is the witch and the beast. That's another show that comes out. Uh, no, three days from now. Oh, three days. Okay. That's on my list. So I'm, I will be watching that one. Yeah. Same, same. So we're going to check that one out. He says uh, a revenge plot, um, a supernatural revenge plot. I'm sold. So yeah, we definitely going to check that out. Um, yeah, there's, there's four more shows, including Tsukumichi Moonlit Fantasy season two. Yeah. Um, you gotta, I have to watch the first season of Dangers in My Heart so I can watch the second season. You still haven't watched the first season of that fantastic? No, you did, didn't you? I can't remember, bro. You told I, me you did. We I'm pretty sure I did. I just didn't want to finish. I didn't, I didn't want to start and be sure. I didn't even check to see if I actually watched it because I can't remember nothing about it. I know it's horrible. But yeah, because <laughs> it's a fucking great show. It's this episode season two episode one was beautiful it was damn near perfect like again very very good slice of life remember because I, I remember i was talking about it I'm I, like, did, get, I did watch it I yeah did watch it. yeah i'm like i was talking about I'm like get past the first three because the first three are unbearable <laughs> to be honest and then the rest of it just is smooth selling from there and that this episode one very good very good episode one of season two even yeah, emotional he's the one that wants to hurt people yep at the, at the like first three episodes or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. I remember now. This and is he, fire. Yeah. And he <laughs> completely switches and it's, 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 it picks up even better than he left off. And it's emotional in the first episode. It's great. It's so good. A lot of, a lot of good shit. Um, good, good shit for bringing that up. Cause that one that I, I could have touched on quickly. Like I just did. Um, another one, which is an Isekai, which seems interesting. I'm not going to say this is, this is, one of O's, it should be O's quality mids, and that's my instant death ability is overpowered. Man, um, this one seems like it's going to be quality mid, but it, the story very intriguing, and then the character's ability, which is my instant death ability is overpowered. I am curious on how they're going to carry this for an entire twelve episode series because his ability is that he can he can instant kill anybody. 
I, I have no idea how they're gonna do it. What you thought about? What you think about episode one? Uh, so a lot of interesting aspects, especially with the fact that they gave us this this like idea that some of the people in his class were in this world before, like they've been yes. before, which um, I liked. Very interesting, but it also shows that they are, even though they're S rank, and they still can be instant death. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> True. Which to me, it goes to show that like. Clearly, there's some people stronger than them, but it's like I need to see like I, I would like to see how they develop this this ability more. And uh, I think that even the people who did not get chosen, they might still have abilities. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because well, they're, she's they're she dead. Able to, well, yeah, but the girl that he's with, she was able to see far away, but without actually being able to see without knowing that she has an ability. So I feel like she has an ability and not know it. Mm. I'm not trying to, I don't want to read too much into it yet, but I do feel like this is one of those things that was, uh, that's going to be a little bit more, it's either going to be extremely surprising or it's going to be a letdown because it's like, it's that quality mid where it's like, man, this actually could be solid. And then it's like, oh no, that's actually pretty bad. But I hope it's like stays solid. You know what I mean? I disagree. I think it's more so good on a good scale, on on a good Libra scale than bad. Like, and what I what I find intriguing about it the most is is the fact that they didn't over explain. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that they come they they figured out that uh, we've already been here before, and this is what we did. And and the two people who were essentially adventurers who were fire, uh, i.e., good, were killed instantly <laughs> twice both of them and then like uh the uh the girl who who gave the the students their their powers the the sage and saying hey we're trying to determine the next sage and she, she was in the bed laughing and she didn't realize like to do she the way she kind of undercutted the fact that he, the guy was like was at the instant death ability meaning that's already established like all this shit that was already established wasn't explained to us which gives them uh, the opportunity for them to explain it in a way that's different because again a show about somebody whose power is instant death is going to be hard to carry like I think right. personally um, but I'm very intrigued again the art style at first when you're looking at the cover art it doesn't look as as good as it looks in the show in the show it looks so much better than you do when you look at the cover art the cover art looks like you're watching some 90s um a magical girl anime or some shit <laughs> like it looks very weird but it's not it's again another good looking show and I'm, yeah, and I, I'm looking forward good. to it on a lot of these shows this season too a lot of them are actually way better looking than expected yeah I, I, steady thing with this steady thing with this uh, uh, season speaking of um, magical girl I'm going to get this out the way now and again I said this in discord because they were talking about it as well I'm not going to yuck nobody's yum. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to yuck nobody's yum. But <clears throat> there was a magical girl that they said had some edginess to it. And I'm like, oh, and they just it's an uncensored version on high dive. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> and I regret checking it out. This is, I would rather, I said this in Discord, I would rather watch Redo of Healer than ever watch the show again. The show what is called, it? the show is called Gush, Gushing Over Magical Girls. Oh, this is, this is very it made me very fucking uncomfortable i i think whoever wrote it and made it should go to jail i honestly truly believe they should be in jail um and again i'm not trying to judge anybody that watches it you know do your thing do your thing if, if i'm not yucking your yum 
but this is not for me. As yeah. an etchy specialist, I cannot do lolly etchy. And yeah, then the way, yeah, and the way this is carried out is fucking, it's too much. It's uh, it's about, they look fucking middle, they look like middle school girls. And they look like in one middle school girl, they, they have magical girls in this world already established. And this one girl who looks up to these three magical girls is excited to see them do their thing. But she's um, greeted by uh, a mascot who says, hey, you want to become a magical girl? She's like, hell yeah. She she gushes over these magic. She loves them. Um, and the mascot end up being the negative of the magical girls, which makes her now uh, the villain to the magical girls. So she gets into this fucking skimpy outfit that is not okay for a little girl to wear. And she becomes basically a succubus. And um, essentially, she doesn't want to be. Like, she's forced into this, for one. And she's forced into these very revealing clothes that she's clearly uncomfortable in like she doesn't fucking like it and it's and it's this fucking little mascot thing uh taking pictures about and and, and of her in this outfit threatening to tweet it out and saying hey you should you you gotta fight the magical girls now or i'll tweet this out to your entire family and she's like fuck i don't want to do this but she does and when she does she does it in a way where it's um she takes this whipping thing and she whips like a plant and the plant grabs the magical girls and starts to fucking fondle them and these are little fucking these are these are little lolly girls starts to fucking fondle them and if you went to this i swear to god you i'm calling the fbi but <laughs> but and she's like she's she's learning that she's a like she's becoming a sadist to this shit and she thinks it's a dream the whole time and she's enjoying herself at first and she wakes up like oh god that was just a dream. Thank God I don't have to deal with that because I love the magical girls and I don't want to hurt them. And then she gets the call from the little mascot thing saying, hey, you got to do this again. And he threatens her with another picture that he's going to send to her family and tweet all over the world. And it's it's fucking, it's awful. It's a terrible, terrible show. Nothing is funny about it. Nothing is 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 interesting about it. I don't like Lolly Etchy again. Like I said, it's gross. It's just, it's not a good show. It's not a good show. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it definitely made me uncomfortable. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I finished it and then I instantly dropped it. It has a 71 on adding list right now. Like what the, f- like who, 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 who is liking this shit? I don't, I mean, I'm, liking it, bro. Let me stop because again, I'm not here to yuck nobody's jump, but that shit is not good. It's not, it's the fact that he threatens her with a, like, Tweeting out a picture of her in a skimpy outfit to her yeah. friends and family even, is crazy. Even if, they were grown. Even, even if, even even if grown, they're that to be wild. Exactly. Exactly. None of that shit is okay to me. I don't. And, and like you know, people saying you you can't think too much about it, but that's how I feel about like normal edgy shit. I don't think too much about normal edgy. You know. At least here's my thing. At least if these were adult characters, right? Like. Adult people need love too, regardless, right? Whether they look like a child or not. Like adult people deserve love. That's right. different. So I just know like it ain't necessarily my thing, but if you like adult people who just happen to right. whatever, they're adults. And this the, children that's harder to, to to justify. I can't justify that. Yeah, and it's like the fact that she's so not with it. Like she's being forced into it is I I think the worst part about the entire thing. Like it's just it's so not cool, man. It's, you might have to cool. edit this out, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to yuck somebody yum on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it in because <laughs> that's not I can't do that. Not not with kids. 
No, man, it's not. It's not okay. If she was three hundred years old or something like that, and looked like that, that's different. It's not even that. That's the crazy part. It's not even that. Um, moving on to some 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 quality, Edgy. Quality. Well, okay, I'm not gonna say quality because the animation is the this is the only show where the animation kind of looked roughed, and that's Change Soldiers. But the story, yeah. It, but the story of Change Soldiers is way more intriguing than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be mindless edginess, but it's much more interesting than I thought it was going to be. And where it's going, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with it. Even though it don't look as good as, I think this is the only show that don't look good animation-wise. Everything else about it is pretty sweet. Story-wise, character-wise so far. I'm, I'm surprised like, you like this one. Really? Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm surprised. Me. I I I'm not saying that as a bad thing because I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I was like, all right, it ain't the best animation, mm-hmm. but I didn't think Ragnar Crimson had amazing animation in his first episode, and I thought I was like, okay, that's cool. I just I was like, I can get with this. I think for a couple episodes, see what it's see what it's actually going to be about. Um, I'm already invested. That's what I'm saying. I didn't think he was going to be like that. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out this power system. <laughs> exactly. Like I. I I'm I'm liking the fact that these like again everything's already established. It's not too much over explaining. Like I love that, and it's the the way it kind of plays out is kind of cool, man. It's kind of neat. It's probably yeah. going to devolve into some bullshit. I, I'm not going to hold <laughs> you. I, I, this is another uh, O O approved quality mid. I think maybe even a little less than quality. But I'm I'm enjoying it. This is this is a show I'm enjoying it. Do I recommend it to everybody? No. Absolutely not. I, I I wouldn't. Uh, but for me, you know, it might be something I turn on and be like, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, it's kind of cool. Seems like the story could be cool. Yeah, I, I definitely. Don't, I thought it was cool enough to watch. I'm. I, I, I plan on continue watching it. Dang, dang. Um, moving on to um, love don't cost a thing too. I mean, uh, bottom tier character Tomazaki season two or second stage. Oh, I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish I wasn't so in love with this show. The reason <laughs> why, why the reason why I say that is because I would love to wait for this to be dubbed and done. Because guess who who Tomazaki is? Who that? Adam Gibbs. Adam Gibbs is the main character of of our guy and and my team romantic comedy snafu. And good voice actor. He's a great voice actor. He's perfect for this role, and I would love to watch it. Fucking done season two but I, I can't I gotta bring this weekly somehow <laughs> the sub is fire too so I, I'm not complaining but um what it's that right what that led me to do though is that led me to, to make an executive decision I love bottom two character Tomazaki second stage I'm gonna continue to watch it but what I am gonna do and I don't regret this because what I learned watching classroom of the elite season three episode one good episode I prefer the show dubbed. And the reason why is because there's so much fucking dialogue that you can even, I've, I'm, I've, I'm a pretty decent reader. I think I think I read subtitles very well. I can keep up very well. Even watching the show is, it was tough. It was tough because I'm like, what, what, what happened? What, 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 what are y'all doing? So I think I'm making an executive decision for Classroom of the Elite season three. I'm waiting for the episodes to come out dubbed. I'm probably going to be about three weeks behind. I think is how it goes. So I watched the first episode. Good first episode. It took me a little bit to watch it because I'm ADHD. Maybe I don't fucking know. But 
<laughs> I think I'm gonna wait until it's, it's, it's dubbed for the most part. I'm gonna like I'm gonna be behind, but I'm gonna watch it dubbed. Does that make sense? Yeah, you ain't gonna be that far behind. Yeah. What you got? Uh, Ishra. Okay, so right. I didn't watch. Talk to me. All right, all right. So, um, fantasy anime. Uh, technically, this is this is an izakai, but if we're from the perspective of people who live in this world, it's just a fantasy, right? <laughs> so, so um, basically, we're we're uh, following. This, yeah. We're following the main character, you know, who uh, they appear to be like just out of a war. They they just finished killing. The, not not them specifically, but the demon demon king is dead. Mm-hmm. Demon lord is dead. So uh, they're in a state of peace where they're all training and whatnot to just be, be pre- prepared for future wars and battles. And they're talking about these visitors that are from another world. The visitors can't use their magic. The magic system, I think, is gonna be very interesting because they have spoken magic, force arts, or spoken arts, force arts, and different just magic tiers and levels. So it seems like they have a pretty um, evolved uh, skill system here. But what made it really interesting is it starts off in this sense of peace where like the demon king is dead, but we're still in school learning how to fight and, and do all these different things. And it turns out that uh, that don't matter mm. uh, because everybody can get wiped out and mm. their, their town gets overrun by uh, machines that wow. essentially destroys everything in the town. Um, killing her best friend that I thought was going to be an MC. In the oh, minutes. shit. It's crazy. <laughs> but I'm sorry. It's the first episode. Spoiler alert. But yeah, uh, everyone dies. And then uh, a visitor oh, shows up. You know what I just got? Vibes I What's got. That? What's that? Let's guess. Kill I kill? Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's not that. Okay. I I think it's, it's it, hopefully it's not that for the first episode. You know what I mean? Because I think everyone dies just for the first episode. Okay, okay. But it was, it was honestly, it was a bit surprising. Um, just it's more about watching it because it's actually extremely gruesome. Um, <laughs> I, I almost thought it was going to be rated R. Um, <laughs> but I think that the system here is going to be really interesting in terms of how things are work out. But it also looked really good, bro. It just mm. looked really good. Even and and the, the, they are kind of like mechish, but they give you the the um the near automata like mm. uh, mecca. So it's not like uh, they're in their suits, but it's just the machines that walk around and do the fighting more or less. Okay. And then the, the, the progression to understanding how to even fight them is actually really cool too. Oh, all right. I'll check that out. Uh, shit. I mean, you got anything else? Cause that's, that's all from my list. Um, uh, Blue Exorcist was cool. Um, Blue Exorcist. So what? So what? Talks. What is it exactly? Is it a second season? What? Is it a new reboot? This is a, this is a third season. Technically, third second season. season came out. I think like right around when we started recording this podcast, or like right after. I'm not sure if I talked about Blue Exorcist season two, but either way, uh, it's a it's a follow up to the Kyoto Wars that they had, where they had to fight the un, the the uncrowned prince. Or whatever it was, but basically the no the impure prince. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the impure prince came back and they had to get rid of him. But now we're looking at like the impure princess is, is coming back and essentially it's it's them. It's it's our main characters being put in a position to fully utilize their powers and understand their 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 place in the world as 
half demon, half exorcist. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't. I never even watched Blue Exorcist at all. I know you wouldn't. It's very shonen. Yeah. It's very, very shonen. Yeah, it uh, looks like it. It looks very um, BC. If if you like, that to me, it's a it's a a more power of friendship version of Noragami, but Noragami just does everything better. Mm. If you like, if you if you like Noragami, I think Noragami did everything better. Characters, everything when they had their their full like. I have to actually show you who I truly am kind of mode. Mm. Norgami just did everything better. But Blue Exorcist is still fun in a sense. Like the characters are young, fun kind of characters. They're, it's a very shonen anime. I'll probably never watch it, but I'm glad some one of us is. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a polo ass anime. I agree. I agree. Um, hold up, hold up. What else did I watch here? I did not watch Mashable yet, even though I'm going to. I might turn oh. that on season one. Seventh time loop. Uh, the villainous enjoys a carefree life married to her worst enemy. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to be good. I'm going to give it the <laughs> And the only reason I say I don't think it's going to be good isn't because of the, it's, it's because I don't know where the direction is going to be. Like I have no idea after this first episode what the direction is going to be. Basically what happens is, is the main character is um, the villainous in this like basically like world. Every time she dies, um, every time she's been in this world, she has died in some way and she's tried to like change how she died or what changed the outcome every single time. Mm -hmm. But regardless, she ends up being a villainous and she gets killed. Um, The seventh time she's like, you know what? I know how it's going to turn out. And the prince tries to break off their engagement because the prince is her, her husband. And the prince is trying to break up, break off their engagement. She's like, okay, cool. And just turns around and leaves. <laughs> she don't, she don't even argue with him. Just let it go. I'm not doing this. Uh, mostly because it bites her and ass every time she argues, argues with him and gets ejected from the kingdom. So now she's just like, forget all that. I'm not, I'm not even going to waste my time doing it. I already know what's going to happen. So just leave. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested, but it's like, I don't know where it's going to go. And I don't know how, how far this can go is the thing. It's not about like where I don't know it. I know where it can go. I just don't know how far this can be stretched and still be entertaining. I think ah, I see. three three episodes is where I'm a, like, I think the fourth episode I'm going to watch and be like, okay, yep, that's about what I thought. You didn't have enough momentum there. <laughs> but I hope man. I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm going I'm to be honest with you. All in all, is that, that's it, right? Yeah. All in all, this season is fire. Yeah. This season is fire. Just to, just to put it in perspective, okay? Season two of, of Bottom Tier is great. Classroom of the Elite season three started off great. So that's two shows. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, thirteen shows this season. And yeah. for me personally, all of them are absolute fire. For you, it sounds like the villainous one isn't. I mean, obviously, the one I dropped isn't in my list, so we're not going to ever talk about that. But um, <laughs> it was it was one show I dropped already from episode one. Mm-hmm. But every other episode I watched, every episode I watched, let me clear that up, was intriguing enough for me to say, let's go. If you remove yeah. the, the, the other seasons, one, two, three... There are three shows that are not in this list that are uh, season twos. Mind you, we still have four shows to drop. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, or they drop this week, 
uh, this podcast episode's week. So there's four more shows to add to that list. Whoever said winter ain't hidden. Must be tripping. Must be tripping because it is so far. It is very much hidden. I cannot wait to see where these other four leads because the other four we have is The Witch and the Beast. I'm obviously watch that. My Sleeper, which is Hokkaido gals are super adorable. Uh, the Foolish Angel Dances with the Devil. Um, and then Tsukamichi Mule Fantasy Season 2. These are the four shows that are coming. Um, it's probably going to be fire. Oh, and that Mecha one. I think Tell's going to watch, right? Uh, Metallic Rogue. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Is that out? No, that, but I think that's just a continuation, like another version um, Yeah, um, Evangelion. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit, I might watch that too then. Hold on. It's like an Evangelion spinoff. Mm. Do I care to watch it? Probably. Maybe. We'll see. But so far, winner's looking almost just as stacked <laughs> as last season, oh, to be yeah. fair. Uh, when you look back at last season, last season had a bunch of like kind of flops, to be honest. It's crazy. And you had a bunch of mainstays that kind of like carried it, which is again, free run. Awesome. Crazy apothecary diaries, shit like that. Uh, Ragnar Crimson still going, Shangri-La still going. Um, but mostly, I don't, I think Winter might be just as powerful. Obviously, we don't have a free run quality show yet. So, if you take out free run and apothecary diaries, it might be, it might be just as good. It, but the thing is, though, is that if everything maintains this quality, technically, the only thing that makes the previous season better is the fact that they got apothecary diaries and free run. Because those are two shows that arguably you could put them in any year and it's like, damn, that's hard to mess with. Yeah, Uh, I agree. But if we took those specific ones out of that season and put them anywhere else, you'd be like, yeah, the fall was not competing with with winter. Like this is looking like a stacked winter season. Stacked winter season, bro. Um, I must say, though, like this might be just a a polo until last winter. To be honest, a lot of this shit is fantasy stuff. A lot of this shit is isekais, even some slice of life stuff in here that's fire. Like, this is kind of like our shit. You know what I mean? Like, and I can tell you why. Why? They have to invest in world building for fantasy. Mm hmm. Yep. So maybe maybe we're a little biased. I, you know, the conversation earlier, but you wouldn't be here if you weren't. I'm loving it so far, bro. I'm loving it so far. All right, let's take this quick break. We're gonna obviously spoil Free Run, and let's do what Apothecary Diaries. Let's do it. We're gonna spoil those two, um, and then in the show from there. Hope you enjoyed this uh, this episode back two thirty five. We love y'all. We'll be right back after these. Put 
And welcome Black Montel's chair to 235. I might check waifu waifu. Uh, camera's out of focus. Oh, it's because my glasses, whatever. Welcome to Spoiler Talk to 235. I'm going to spoil episode what a free one and episode what a who of Apothecary Diaries. Episode uh, 17 of Free Run. Oh my God, episode 17. Yeah, bro. Oh, it was good. We still got 11 more episodes. It's beautiful. I love it, man. I fucking love it. They feeding us. They definitely feeding us good. Uh, episode 17 of, of Free Room was... A lot? <sighs> yeah, it was kind of bittersweet. <laughs> you know, because our cleric god gone. But it makes sense, you know what I mean? Totally. Because I didn't want him to go, though. If If... That's true. That's true. If we keep with the idea of the passage of time with this show, right? Mm. Um, not to mention that they gave us a new intro after taking their little break. Um, you keep with the idea of passage of time. Like, they, they spent some time together. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of time. And, I mean, even though he was with us for, what, three episodes? Uh, the time that he was there was meaningful. Everything that, that was surrounding him was very developmental for everybody. Um, you know what's crazy? What's that? When I think of them adding new people, or when she added them to it, I'm like, I don't want anybody to join it. I said it about Stark too. I thought Stark joining Fern, Fern and Free was, was going to suck. Wrong. I thought Wrong. this cleric was going to come through and it was going to be a weird because he didn't seem like he would have fit with them. Wrong. I, these fucking, I, I need to stop doubting the show for one. And, <laughs> And I need to just come to the understanding that they know what they're doing when it comes to writing these fucking characters, bro. It's and you're not you're not wrong though in in your thinking though, right? Because it's like how many times you do this and make it go well, right? Like how can you do this with with so many variations on characters and the characters are important and and they matter. And in, yeah. in, in these like we because we basically at this moment we're getting like two half stories and this is kind of what eighty six did to us. Yep, we get a, a story halfway through, we get another story. 
and which, it's so which feels like, like two episodes. It feel and it is crazy that the episodes are not long. They don't feel long, not but they kind of feel like we're getting a lot. Like there's so much to digest in this amount of time. It's crazy. More, bro, you are spitting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we we get this moment where uh, they're mediating the relationship between uh, Stark and, and Stark. Yeah. yeah, and it's like this has kind of been happening for a while since the cleric has been here. He's been mediating these these relationships for them or this relationship for them for for a decent amount of time. Because free ring can't. Yeah, his humanly insight, because he is a human. Mm-hmm. He does have a finite life. Um, but he also understands, you know, the dynamic of a man. Um, where we see that Freer understands a little bit of the of the womanly side of things, but not very <laughs> not very outspoken about it. Um But we get this mediation. And, and I love when um the priest and Freeman talk, where they just talk by themselves. Yes. yes. It's 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 so wholesome, but it's like it's it's that um she treats him like he's on her level, right? She, she does not treat him like he's like she's like yeah you are a child to me, 100%. but it's like she doesn't treat him on the power scale like he's significantly weaker than her or like he he lacks some kind of wisdom, right? And it's almost like her respect for time has changed, especially for when it comes to in regard of the human because they and they take it to the flashbacks beautifully interwoven as they always do when when we get to the second half of this episode which was when um fern got sick and she was holding in free room was holding fern's hand like you know just sit there holding her hand and, and, and fern got embarrassed because she's like i'm not a child anymore in front of because she did it in front of stark and it takes us back to that flashback where the same thing happens with with himmel and himmel does the same thing to her and it's 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 her taking the lessons that she learned from, again, these group of friends that she spent 10 years with, a, yeah. a measly 10 years with, <laughs> that she takes these lessons to heart because now she realized the fact that that measly 10 years turned into 50 because she went and decided to go exploring, not, not understanding the concept of time for her compared to humans. And now when she get back to them, they're all basically dying because they're from old age. And she's like, I missed so many opportunities because I didn't live in the moment that now she's living in the moment via these experiences she's had with her friends. And it's fucking it's 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 a beautiful concept of a story that is Bruh. effortlessly told with characters that is so well liked and loved and well written in a world that's just as established and well written and loved. It's incredible. And, and hear me out. It's not that I disagree with you when you say effortless. But I kind of hate it, right? Yeah. Because there, there's clearly so much effort that went into this, but it feels effortless, bro. Yes. There's no way someone's writing this story, and it's like they didn't sit here and, and and like really, really think about this. Like, and if they didn't, like, it feels just like magnificent. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Uh, the, yeah. The second part of it was beautiful with that revelation. Like I said, with Freeran does have a little bit of the womanly instinct on like what she shows. It's just not very like outwardly known to everyone else. Um, right. And then even how she cares for them is, is, is crazy uh, because we're not spending so much time in the, the action on this, this anime, but when we get the action, it's great, but the, there's so much action. What just happens amongst them is crazy. Right. Um, it, it's a perfect way of telling a story. It's, it's absolutely perfect. I think I'm, I think it's going to be hard to be um, for this to end 
Because what I what I got a feeling is that I got a feeling it's going to end at 28 and that's going to be the end, which is fine. But this is this is one of those shows again where you kind of want it forever. <laughs> but do we even deserve that, bro? We and we don't need it. You don't. It don't need to go on forever. But it's it's it just feels good to talk about and to look at visually and to just I don't know just to fucking have free run be a part of my week is fucking phenomenal, man. It feels it's, good. It's crazy. It's, it's it's just as good as like having apothecary diaries in your week. What a tellway. Apothecary Diaries is another show that's been absolutely fantastic. What do you think about her going back in the job she thinks she's doing was with the job she thought she had, but she goes back and realizes that she can't, and now she got to be a, a what is it, a, a courtesan? Well, that's what he second. wanted her to be a, a, a court girl. Yeah, a court girl. Um, that's what it was. But she failed that test. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like... Now she's just becoming a secretary, right? Or it's the yeah, personal servant secretary, but hear me out. This show has so much going on, bro. It does. How she it talks does. about, well, I don't really want to leave my dad, but, you know, I am going to be doing more like what I truly love. And she's fawning over the caterpillar fungus. Um, <laughs> but it's like how the girls even are like the other courtesans are like dressing her up and making her ready. And how uh, our, our, our character guy is like, jealous like the jealousy it's just like all of it is so much like emotion that you you don't you don't even have to have so many words you're just watching it yeah and that's that's always an important part of it too because we are watching anime to watch it and get the picture without too many words i'm expecting wow, words way putting i'm expecting words sometimes but it just happens and it's like i love this fucking show bro you, you don't need them you don't this is one of the only shows that have a five-star rating on crunchyroll <laughs> it's and it's deservingly so because it's it's uh, I don't I don't it's hard to talk about because there's not much to it. The word effortless comes up again with this show because it just it, yeah. it effortlessly goes into story beats that are like flawless. What is the situation now that she's back at the palace, but she's the personal servant of of, of Master Jishin? Like it's where does it go? Well, so this is where we find out more of what he does, right? Right. What his actual job is. That's true, too. Um, and then we also see that he has a little bit of a, a target on his back as well. And that's going to be, I guess, where she kind of comes into play, figuring out, like, because it seems like someone's trying to figure out what's his driving force, what's his motivation, and why is he worried about this, this courtesan girl from the middle of nowhere when he is who he is. It seems like there's going to be a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of a of a of a behind the scenes moving mm-hmm. around that we're gonna see brought to the for- forefront. And who is that fucking guy? The, well, he wasn't the emperor, but he might be somewhere up there with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's a, he's because he's like because he's kind of snaking around. I don't like the way he's moving. And they keep bringing up military, so he could be a general. That could be it. Oh my god, this 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 might be something. Kind of like it might get rough for her with him watching because he's so intrigued by her and the fact that uh, Jishin has this fucking um, I don't know what this affinity for this girl, which yeah. he's never had before for anybody else. He just kind of uses his charm to kind of like get get through these girls, but for her it's like it's different. He's like he's like grabbing hold of it 
you know, and it's, yeah. it seems to be causing some eyes, right? Like it's. And, and hear me out. She even recognizes his charm, which is also hilarious, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, if, if this is anybody else. <laughs> and the girls would have fainted. Man and, and women. Men would have pounced on them. <laughs> it's like, yo. That's hilarious. It's like, yo, this show is hilarious, but um, it's so serious. And I feel like what I what I loved about this episode was that they they set us up, but they also like they only made the serious notes like more background moments. Yeah, and I even feel with like the other Corson girl who is uh who was kind of off to the side, the one who was by herself, who said, right. "This is you know not to go past this line or whatever." What's up with her? Like, right. there's so many there's so many questions that that they're trying to raise up, and it's like, oh, this is gonna be good because. <sighs> If this had come out in any other year other than next to Free Run, <laughs> anime of the year, man, anime of the year. These it's, two anime are amazing, but it's, it splits. It, it literally split um, down like it's it's a whole nother. She's in a whole nother section of the of the of the palace. Mm-hmm. She's doing a whole nother job dealing with a whole nother set of people. So this is a this is basically season two of the of Apothecary Diaries in a different situation. Yeah. So where we're going. Who knows, man? Because before it was all about her being a taste tester for her or getting captured, going to the palace, becoming a taste tester, and then, you know, helping solving these these medical mysteries that that, that kind of cropped up. Now it seems to be more directly involved with her. Right. She's getting the attention she's never wanted. It's like they, there's so many different avenues of this show that is gonna go so many different places. And I think they cleverly keep keep stashing these words in, right? Because they kept talking court grounds. You're going to work the court grounds. You're going to work the court grounds. They said it several times. Keep bringing up the military. Military, military, military. Don't go near the military. Don't do this about the military. Yep. They, they do a good job of like leaving Someone those hints. Where like, yeah, even if that doesn't happen, it's like a worry now. You know what I mean? Yep. Even if it doesn't come to fruition, it's something that we know we're probably going to be looking for in terms of how she addresses the court grounds themselves. Where she goes. Yep. Right. And who she talks to, what she talks to him about, and how she fucking uses her words. Because in this episode, she misspoke, got her ass slapped. Mm-hmm. Even though she probably could have handled that, like she probably could have scared these these poor women to death, like <clears throat> she's done everybody else. And, and it probably will get to that, uh, which again I love when they do that. When she kind of like shows off, shows her shit. It's it's a great show, man. It's, it's a great show, but you it know what else? Stars. You know what else? Tell. What's that, bro? This has been a great show. I'm at Polo Barfly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on X and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And as always, Mike, 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 check, 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 check. That's a smooth new year, bro. Mike Check, Waifu Waifu.
that you? Is 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 that you?